you've come to the right place if you're looking to create, launch, and scale a high-value online training program. I'm your guide, Chris Badgett. I'm the co-founder of Lifter LMS, the most powerful learning management system for WordPress. Stay to the end. I've got something special for you. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome back to another episode of LMS Cast. I'm joined by a special guest and friend. His name is Anil Gupta. He's from Multidots. That's over at multidots.com, which is a WordPress development agency. He's also got a sweet new tool called Multicollab. That's what we're really going to get into today. That's over at multicollab.com. It's Google Doc style editorial commenting for WordPress. Welcome back on the show, Anil. I think you might have been here before, but or maybe this is your first one. I've just run into you a lot in WordPress. But anyways, welcome. Thank you, Chris. Uh, yeah, this is first time uh, on okay. your podcast, but you are right that we met multiple different times at different WordCamps. And uh, yeah, I'm very excited to be here and very excited to uh, to talk about uh, you know the collaboration and editorial commenting and all of that uh, for the WordPress. Awesome. Before we get into multi-collab, um, I've always been impressed by your agency, Multidots. Um, can you just give us the high level about like what Multidots is and how it stands out in the space and, and kind of the story there? Of course. So we are celebrating our 13th anniversary uh, uh, end of this month. So it, it is, we are like 13 years old. Um, and uh, with Multidots, we, we are focusing a lot of uh, um, custom enterprise level migrations and customizations for the WordPress for large uh, media and publishing companies. Um, and so we work with um, media, uh, news and media companies and help them uh, migrating over to WordPress if they are using uh, their proprietary CMS or uh, like um, not an open source CMS like Sitecore or Django. So that's our core expertise. We are right now uh, 90 plus uh, team. You know, we are distributed in three different continents, Asia, Europe, and North America. And we have uh, two offices, one in India and one here in, in Austin, Texas. Uh, when I say the offices, we, we actually like, you know, we, I mean, nobody cares about the real office anymore, uh, but we still have uh, a physical place, you know, where uh, we sometimes uh, like to get connect, meet and, and connect and, and, and get some work done. That's awesome. Well, let's talk about multi-collab. So first at a high level, like how do you describe it? What's the elevator pitch? Hmm. Um, I would say multi-collab is... Is the same um, commenting, um, you know, uh, commenting and collaboration uh, tool that we use inside Google Doc. When we write to Google Doc, we kind of, you know, mention different users, um, have comments, replies, and we all, if we enable suggestions more than we can see who is doing what. So we're trying to bring the same interface and features inside WordPress. So instead of uh, traveling between Google Doc and WordPress backend, we are, we are trying to, uh, with multi-collab, we are trying to bring the same experience and features and tool set inside WordPress. I think that's, it's so brilliant. Anybody who's been running an 
online business has likely used Google uh, Docs and spreadsheets and everything. And once you start building a team and needing to collaborate on documents and commenting, and uh, you get used to that as a team. One of the interesting things with course creators and people building um, online education portals or remote schools, the ones that I see that are the most successful are almost always never a solo act of just one person. There's, there's like a team. It might be a small team, might be a big team, but there's a lot of collaboration going on. How did, so I'm just super excited about this for the online learning community because these are not simple sites. You know, maybe there's an expert and then there's like a marketing copywriter coming in and somebody else who weighs in on decisions and things like that. How did this, how did the need emerge? Like, what did you see? Tell us more about the the desire to be like, I think there's a product here. Yeah. So um, the idea came out as uh, one of our client, uh, they're very large uh, enterprise. Um, and then, and they have, I think more than 300 or 400 authors. So they wanted, they asked us like, hey, we, we are looking for a tool inside WordPress where you know all our authors can collaborate with each other. And then we asked that question, like, what do you mean by collaboration? And then they say, like, they should be able to leave comments uh, to each other. They should be able to uh, mention each other. And then uh, some of the authors uh, with the right permissions should be able to see uh, the content and approve some of those changes. So before those changes gets published, you know, we want uh, that uh, accept and reject workflow and should be able to collaborate with each other. And then we like, okay, so all of those features that you are asking for, it's already existing Google Doc, right? So, uh, so we were kind of trying to save some time and money for them. And we would wanted to kind of, you know, present all the different options. And while we were um, while we were troubleshooting and having that discussion and understanding the requirement, we kind of, uh, um, you know, uh, learned a lot, many, a lot many interesting things from them. And one of them was like, yeah, you know, you're right that Google Doc offers those, some of those features. But in that, in, in, with if using the Google Doc A, you know you you have to do multiple different trips between the that document, and we have been building a lot of custom blocks and custom plugins for them, and those blocks and plugins have a dynamic content. So then, Google Doc is actually if you look at the WordPress backend and if you look at the Google Doc, right? So WordPress backend is not a straight one page like canvas, right? It has a lot of dynamic elements that's kind of, you know, goes on and off in, in, in the post or, or blog that we write or page that we, 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 we create with WordPress. And not having, I mean, using Google Doc actually um, eliminates like, you know, all those cool features that custom features or custom blocks, we are not able to leverage that because Google Doc is plain document. You write the content and copy and paste. So that's where we, we saw the first opportunity and like a big uh, a business case where like, okay, now we understand. And also the comment and all of that, 
lives on Google server, right? So a lot of that communication, they want they wanted to keep all that uh, conversation data within the WordPress because when they install the WordPress, the beauty of the WordPress is they own, uh, you know, that the, everything is within their server. And the, the content, when it goes on a Google Doc, then it, it lives on Google server. So it's like fragmented, you know, your content is, half of your content is here, but most of the conversation uh, that happened during that collaboration stage that leaves there and we don't have the traces of that inside the WordPress. So we kind of spotted two or three this, uh, uh, these opportunities from them. And then there was a stage where we, was, uh, we were looking for plugins and we didn't find um, a solution in WordPress where we can leave inline comment, you know, and within the Gutenberg or within the WordPress editor, we, see, we are we able to to have that collaboration workflow. And that's when we decided to build um, this plugin and we talked to the client who was like, all right, we'll build this feature, but Multidots will be, uh, we'll, we'll um, you know, launch this as a separate product, but we'll give you a license of this and we'll not, we'll not charge you for, for this feature. So that's how the product came in. You know, we already had our first client and uh, we started to, to work on that when we, the prototype was ready. We, we deliver it to them. We kind of continue uh, to get the feedback. So um, fortunately, yeah, the first user of this product was uh, a, a large enterprise with more than 300 authors. Wow, wow. So that was the playground. <laughs> that sounds familiar. My product story kind of comes out of an agency need with a big client as well. Those, those are often the best places for products to be born. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I've worked with a lot of external writers and things. And every time, for example, there's this wonderful woman, her name is Jean. She helps write some of our case studies. And I'm like, we're out in the Google Doc and we're working on the Google Doc. And I know this is going to be a post on the site, but it's those collaboration tools. Like we can't, we can't do it over here. We have to do it out there. But that's a, that's a really awesome problem to solve. And, you know, I think I even heard um, Matt Mullenweg once say that he writes in Google Docs or whatever. Mm -hmm. But it's like, there's so much, like WordPress is the content management system. We should we should be able to, uh, you know, manage the collaboration around the content in there, just like a home for WordPress. Um, right. So that's one thing. Um, yeah, so I, uh, one thing I noticed that when it comes to publishing, the workflow of the publishing until now is that where you kind of start your first draft on a Google Doc, you know, and you draft the content in Google Doc, you collaborate there, you know, and uh, you edit it, co-edit it, collaborate it. And then at the end, when the article is done, you copy it and paste it. So WordPress has not been, I mean, been utilized as, as much as it should be to kind of providing this creation to publishing uh, interface. You know, it was more like, you create, collaborate, co-edit everything outside WordPress and you just copy and paste and hit the publish button. And that's where we saw this opportunity um, where you know bringing this entire experience within the WordPress, then you don't have to leave the WordPress. You draft, edit, 
Now, right now we don't have the co-edit feature, but um, the phase three of the Gutenberg where we are hoping that the co-editing will, uh, will, uh, will be introduced and launched. And once we have that, then you draft, edit, co-edit, collaborate, and publish all of these steps within the WordPress. You know what's so beautiful about this is it seems like writing is this like creative um, free form thing, but you just like totally structured it right there. Like, hey, there's actually a process here. It goes through this phase and this phase. And by, by co-edit, you mean like people literally typing in the same area from different places? Is that what you mean? That's right. Yeah. Yeah, that's super cool. I, I, the first time I saw that feature, I can kind of remember it in Google Docs when I was collaborating. This is when I had an agency with a client and, um, you know, we were collaborating on a document in real time while screen sharing with the client. I'm like, this thing is amazing to empower people to come together and be able to create, you know, a message or capture ideas and stuff like that. How does yeah. it, how does it work post-publish? Like what if, is it, is it really for leading up to the first publish or can it be used after publishing a piece of content out of draft mode? Yeah. Right. So right now, uh, the way we see, you know, uh, multi-collab is being utilized is more on the uh, before publishing. So before publishing all sort of collaboration that you need to kind of get that content published. Once it's published and if you're not editing it, then on the front end, um, you, we, there are no any features that we are offering right now. And I don't think so that, you know, with multi-collab will be right feature because our goal is to kind of empower the publishers and editorial team uh, during the process of uh, publishing. You know? So once the article is published, unless like if they are, you know, um, uh, moving that that article from published to draft, and then they can um, collaborate again. But at this moment, it is uh, it is only on the draft stage. That makes sense. Is there? Um, you mentioned. I mean, the whole world has changed in WordPress in terms of blocks and everything. Mm -hmm. And like, which as long as there's a text area, or like, what does it? Like, there's so many different types of blocks. Like, you know, there's the bullets, there's the paragraph the numbered list and everything, like which kind of blocks can this be used with? So, yeah, that was the biggest challenge actually to come to make this uh, multi-collab compatible for all these different types of blocks. Right. And so our first version that we launched that was uh, supporting only uh, text-based blocks. So mm -hmm. you can comment and collaborate on paragraph, text, headings, like anything we know which is, which is text-based. But then uh, just like last year, uh, my team, they solved this problem. And now uh, Multicollab also supports non-text blocks, like media blocks. So you can oh, yeah. comment on audio, video, photos, and a lot of other complex blocks. Um, so... And again, I probably there are, I think, thousands of different types of blocks. So we haven't tasted it, like all the different, even the custom blocks. But we, our first goal is to make multi-collab compatible for all native blocks yeah. that WordPress comes with. And that includes text and non-text, both blocks. So my understanding is that so far, all the native blocks, uh, you can collaborate on that. But if there are custom blocks built by uh, 
like you know third party developer or like you know uh, other developer then that is something that we haven't tested that yet but my, my understanding is it should work you know because our, our go our uh, the functionality, the way we have built is inside Gutenberg, anything which is text or media, you know, you should be able to comment. That's awesome. Let's talk a little bit yeah. more workflow. Um, from my experience working in collab collaboration on content, there's kind of two ways to kind of pick up where you left off. One is your inbox. You're like, like this morning I was in something and I had like 15 emails from this, uh, something I was collaborating on with somebody. Uh, and then the other way is like in the interface itself. Can you tell us how, like what, what people can expect to like, so that they can, you, you have the challenge of making the complex simple, which you've done, but how do you, how do you make the magic happen so that people can pick up where they left off or go where they need to be? Hmm. Um, so there are a few features that we have introduced, which um, I believe uh, will help with uh, with this this requirement. So one is email notification. So for every time any every time somebody mentions you in the comment or tag you in the comment, you get an email notification. So that's way that you don't have to stay locked in into the WordPress backend all the time. You know, you if someone mentions you or assign a comment to you, you get an email notification, and then you can easily jump back into the conversation. So. Uh, and, and that's also pretty standard in Google. You know, I think the one of the, 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 the best part of the Google Doc is, is those mentions and email notifications. So we have uh, integrated that in Multicollab and that works perfectly fine. Apart from that, we are planning, we, are in, we have an, a dashboard where if when you, you, you log in into the WordPress backend, you can see different task assigned to you. So different comments assigned to you, different uh, suggestions, you know, which requires you to review and approve or reject. Uh, so we are creating a little, you know, uh, those um, task uh, dashboard where you, it's, you don't have to go into like hundreds of different posts where you are being mentioned or being tagged or assigned. So you can easily, um, it's like to-do list, you know, where you can kind of find the task where you need to pay attention to. So those are the, some of the features that we we think, you know, we are trying to to build into 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 the multi collab, where you can easily easily come and pick up uh, the conversation. Um, and um, yeah, so I think those are the those are the some of the areas where I think this you you can achieve that workflow. That's awesome. That's awesome. So go check out MultiCollab, that's M-U-L-T-I-C-O-L-L-A-B.com. That's, that's really cool. I can't wait to get play with this on my next collaborative project. I wanted to ask you some more questions about multi-dots. Um, what's it like in the enterprise space? Like if there's, a, you know, if there's a WordPress professional out there that's listening to this and maybe they're doing a lot of small business work or you know, personal sites for um, people or, or kind of smaller clients. How do you, how do you describe what it's like to run an enterprise agency? How's it different? Hmm. And you're a WordPress VIP, which is awesome. So like what makes the magic happen doing WordPress enterprise work for the aspiring WordPress professional out there? 
Sure. Um, yeah, I think there are, um, so when we look at the WordPress, right, the, the foundation and the core of the WordPress is the same WordPress that is being utilized by uh, a high school kid, you know, for his or her hobby blog. And it's the same core WordPress um, that is also being utilized by these big enterprises like PepsiCo or Ask Media or News Corp. The way, so the foundation is, is the same, you know, so it's, it's the same foundation they both are using, but the way the WordPress is different for the enterprises, that's where, you know, these, some of these um, requirements comes into the picture, for example, uh, security, data security. So enterprise will be more um, concerned about how we are handling the, the security in the WordPress. So we pay a lot of attention at, to make sure that um, all the plugins that we recommend, you know, so it has uh, the highest level of uh, code audit and things like that. So it's not something that we can just go and install any plugin, you know, we have to, to be very, very mindful about that. So uh, plugin recommendations um, is one thing where, you know, you need to be very, very mindful. Second is code base that you have. Uh, and when, when I said the code, the performance also matters because here we are talking about millions of people visiting a website uh, and something is not, um, is not working, you know, it can affect uh, very badly, badly as a business uh, to these enterprises. So we, so that's another area where we also spend a lot of time and energy to make sure the code is secure and optimized for the best performance. And third is, uh, I think, you know, uh, it's more like less is more approach. So we try to, when we build a website for an enterprise, we try to build less features and less plugins and less code, you know, because then it is more optimized and we can see it, we can control it and we, we know how to, how the workflow works. So that's what we try to do, like to see how we can kind of optimize the WordPress for best performance and productivity. So elimination is also one of the, I mean, sometimes we feel like the like big enterprise probably needs lots of plugins and features. That's not true. Actually, we try to see, to make a decision that instead of using 15 plugins, how can we actually build essential feature in one plugin because each plugin, some of this enterprise probably they might need just 10% of that plugin, the 80% of the features and the code is not being going to be utilized, but then it will create a burden on the code. So one of the important thing that we as an enterprise look at as how we can eliminate you know, unnecessary code, unnecessary feature, and keep it lean, thin, and minimal, uh, so that it, it gives the best performance and 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 um, it's it's stable and 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 scalable. So uh, those are the I think the main areas when it comes to making a decision and about what goes into an enterprise WordPress. Um, so that's from the from the WordPress perspective. From the agency perspective, I think it. It, it's a big responsibility. So when we work with enterprises, it's uh, we, we need to have a lot of patience because um, there is a long um, a vendor onboarding process. There is a lot of audits that 
you know, they want to make sure that our financials are good. You know, they want to make sure that our infrastructure will support their needs. Um, so those are also something where, yeah, as an agency owner, you need to pay attention to. Um, yeah, so, and great team, you know, you really need to have a very smart and talented team in order to to work with the, with the enterprise uh, because there, there might be a lot of uh, uh, technical and non-technical challenges. And um, so we also pay a lot of emphasis on non-technical aspect of services. So code deployment is all something that you know, is important, but we also pay a lot of uh, uh, focus on customer services. So we create video tutorials to even how to log in into WordPress, you know, because some of these enterprise users, they never use WordPress. So we need to be very, um, uh, very uh, mindful about creating all that documentation uh, and educational uh, trainings and materials, which they can utilize. So we provide training workshop to our clients team on how to use Kittenberg, how to use WordPress, how to use, uh, how to edit a page. So like those basic level stuff, plus uh, even some advanced um, workflow management. So training um, and education is also something that, uh, you know, goes uh, uh, as a part of our deliverable to a lot of these enterprise clients. Thanks for sharing all that. I really appreciate that. That's a lot of words of wisdom there. I know you you folks focus a lot on migrations too into WordPress from these other, uh, you mentioned Sitecore and there's many others out there. Help us understand the market. Like what, what causes people to end up choosing to go to WordPress uh, when they've been on these proprietary systems or, you know, the enterprise level, what brings people to WordPress? Or do you go find them and convince them? Or are they are they they've already in their mind they've chosen like oh okay we're ready for WordPress or both? Uh, actually, it's both. Uh, but majority of the uh, the clients that we work with, uh, we have seen that they are ninety percent sold on WordPress. So it's just that ten percent push. You know, that's yeah. where we kind of help them navigate some of those those uh, questions and the confusions that they have. But um, in answer to your question about what draws them to WordPress, I think uh, the biggest factor that we have seen is the cost of ownership. I, I, th- I have seen, um, you know, how much the, uh, you know, the other non-open source uh, CMS and, uh, you know, the license-based CMS, uh, the amount of money that they charge versus, uh, you know, over the period of time. So the cost of ownership, I, we have seen that is is uh, is very attractive for the enterprises uh, when they switch to WordPress. And the second biggest reason that we have seen people are more interested to migrate to WordPress or want to migrate to WordPress is ease of use. So they will tell us when we kind of during our discovery workshop where they will ask that question like, all right, tell us how you edit this page. This is like home page or like whatever page, right? Tell us how you, what are the steps that involves in if you have to edit something on the page? And we have seen the, the amount, like that amount of time it takes, the frustrations and complexity uh, for even for the technical uh, user, you know, uh, and, and 
so so that that is something where we have seen that it it's so hard and difficult for them to just edit something in their CMS. And they, when, they, when we show them, we, when we give them a demo with our workflow, like we will show them like, hey, this is how the WordPress work. You go in that, add, click on, you know, add a page and post, and you can select all these blocks. You know, this is how you can kind of work. This is how you can collaborate. And so they, so that's one part where they're like, wow, we didn't know that it's, it's that easy. To, to edit uh, something on the page. Uh, so yeah, a lot of WordPress users, we take it for granted, but actually that's one of the, the big superpower of WordPress, which is uh, easy to edit and easy to use uh, the backend interface. That's awesome. Can you give us some words of wisdom in that you have a large company in, in USA and in India um, the, you know, as the world moves on, it's so global in terms of people collaborating around services and products and projects. What are your, what are, how do you, I've seen you over a long period of time, like work across the entire world. How, uh, what are some tips you have? I, I heard you say earlier before we hit record that you like the East coast United States time zone, how maybe start there and then get, take us into, uh, other tips you have for international collaboration? Hmm. So, so that part of like team communication and collaboration, we are still, um, I would say, we are still in the experiment phase. So we haven't find one right process or tool, yeah. but uh, what we have done is, um, I think, you know, uh, in, especially when everyone is distributed, we are emphasizing more on uh, written communication is one thing that we have seen um, is super actually helpful and works a lot. So, so moving away from the meetings. True. Yeah. yeah. So that's one thing that we are right now internally working where um, we are finding more ways to collaborate uh, asynchronously. I mean, this is not something that new, you know, I think uh, um, a lot of um, companies, uh, product and agencies in WordPress ecosystem, and even outside ecosystem, they are all experimenting with async communication. And um, it, it is actually quite effective. And the way um, we have seen that where what we try to do is, you know, ask that question every time, like, do I really need a meeting, or I can just uh, create drafts a document or create a short, like a Loom video, you know, or screencast or something like that, where you can just provide the instructions. Um, so I actually love it, you know, so instead of working from one place where everyone is kind of like always expected to respond in real time, we have seen that our team and, and myself, we have been much more effective when we all kind of work around the clock. So we see this a huge benefit that our team is distributed and are in a different time zone because now we can work around the clock. So if I have a presentation here, right? Uh, we can work 24 hours, you know? I mean, we can, I can expect that I can give instruction when I go to bed, I can just create a Loom video and share with my team like, hey, I have this big presentation tomorrow, you know, a proposal, I need to present it to the client or whatever that task is, right? And then I'll tell them like, these are the areas where I need your help. You know, this is the, the presentation. And when I will get up in the morning, presentation will be ready. So we kind of work around the clock and same thing, if they, my team 
have something where they need my input. So they will just drop a note, we'll go to bed, I'll review and work on the daytime here and we'll, we'll pass it to my team in Germany. They will review it. So we basically, we kind of work around the clock and that actually gives us um, a great advantage where we can deliver something to, to the client in a, in a much, uh, much uh, better speed because we have three different teams in three different continents and they all are working in a different time zone. Does it make sense? Yes, that makes complete sense. And it's really the, I love that. And that's the, um, you know, you, it's which story do you want to tell? Like in the sense that, uh, oh, I have to wait for this time zone to wake up, or am I going to figure out a way to like run my company so that we're always just moving forward around the world? Like both are yeah. possible. And mm -hmm. in the spirit of um, collaboration and multi-collab, an asynchronous communication that's the whole point like it's it's it can really unlock incredible productivity and momentum and also take some pressure off people to you know where you, bottlenecks are removed if i can collaborate around a piece of content just asynchronously without having to have a zoom meeting about it or a phone call or um an in-person meeting it's empowering and it's uh, it's productivity enhancing so that's, yeah. that's go ahead yeah and it, it gives you more flexibility to design your routine as well because uh yeah i in the morning you know i have few hours blocked in my calendar where i take team meetings but then from my 10 a.m until 2 p.m you know i have that time where i can work with my team here or clients here and then 2 to 4 p.m eastern time those are the time where that's where i'll go and we'll look into all the, our like task emails and base camp tickets that my team need a response from me so then i can just respond to them and when they get up they will have all those responses it's not something that i because they are sleeping you know it's not something even if i like pick up a base camp task or an email i there is there is no any motivation for me to respond right now because i know they are sleeping but you know i have i can put it so i can i have more flexibility to design my routine that how when I want to respond email, when I want to take meetings and when I want to do more like a real time conversation. So yeah, that also gives uh, not only to me, but I have seen that um, other um, leadership team members um, in multi-darts, they also feel the same way where they feel like, oh, wow, in this distributed and, and a multinational you know, time zone, you know, they get that freedom where they can kind of block different time for the different tasks. Because not everyone is working at the same time where you, you randomly, someone will ping me at two o'clock, like, hey, I need this right now, you know? So that, that I think I can, I can design, I have that flexibility to, to, to design my routine that way. That's awesome. Well, that's Anil Gupta. He's from Multidots. And in the spirit of WordPress, which is this content management system, uh, Anil and his team have created a content collaboration management system here which is super cool it really pushes the game forward go check them out at multidots.com and multicollab.com any final words for the people or anywhere else they can connect with you um so yeah i'm available on twitter uh uh, my last name, Gupta Anil. So that's how we can, uh, you know, we can connect. And yeah, pretty much uh, I like to visit different WordCamps. So I, 
you can also find me and uh, in any word camps in the future Word camp us i'm planning to attend that uh, you know if i had a chance but yeah uh, it's really great to to be here and connect with you chris awesome well thanks anil i will see you at WordCamp us hopefully and then um yeah we'll have to do this again sometime down the road thanks for coming on and sharing your story and multi-collab with us today thank you you're welcome thanks chris and that's a wrap for this episode of lms cast did you enjoy that episode tell your friends and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode and i've got a gift for you over at lifter lms dot com forward slash gift go to lifterlms.com forward slash gift keep learning keep taking action and i'll see you in the next episode